The following is a Klaus to the Heart presentation as a part of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network and is rated PG-14. Some material and dialogue may not be suitable for members of the family under 14 years of age. and welcome to Wendy's World. Here is a part of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network powered by Anchor.fm. I'm Jason Klaus and I have the privilege uh, to sit here. Oh yeah. I love that. It is a privilege each (laughs) and every week. Thanks, Jason. Sitting here talking with my good friend, my co-host, just just an all-around swell lady. Uh, Wendy McBride Washburn is with us. Wendy, how are we doing this morning? Good morning, Jason. <laughs> Good morning, Jason. I laugh because if people could hear the crosstalk that we just had for the last, <laughs> I don't know, six and a half minutes before we hit the record button. Uh, if they only could hear. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing okay, Jason. I'm I'm all right. A lot on my mind, a lot going on, but I'm, you know, you're. I'm good. How yeah. How are you this morning? Splendid. Listen, I. Uh, well, well, listen. There's always room for improvement. All right. Now, yeah. I had told you um, earlier last night that because we were at while well, we were at work that I had to run by Meyer to get some coffee creamer. That's right. And, and if anybody has listened to the, our previous shows in the archives, you know what a big deal that is. <laughs> well, listen, by the time <laughs> I got out of the parking lot from oh, no. our place of employment, because, you know, people can't wait <laughs> to get their phones out and do whatever that is that they're doing. Meanwhile, you know, there's a big gap between their vehicle and the end of the road because they're not paying attention. So anyway, make a long story short, between that and the traffic, I didn't make it to Meyer. Oh, no. You don't have your creamer? I don't. Um, I do have some half and half in here, but I'm. it gets disqualified because I have, for the first time ever on, on one of the podcasts, I have my new Jackal Creations Podcast Network coffee cup. I love it. Looks great. This thing is huge too. I'm so I'm like so excited about it. I mean, it's not as cool as Wendy's World. Don't don't get me wrong. I it's mean, it's close though. Close. It's real close. I mean, mine doesn't have you on it, but <laughs> be that as it may. <laughs> oh. All right. So uh, listen, this is a big week over there at the Washburn household. Homecoming week is coming up here this week, right? Heck yeah, busy, busy week this week. Oh, I guess by, by well, by the time this thing drops on Saturday, it will It'll be, be over. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, but as we record, it's homecoming week. Yeah, I'm a little concerned about the weather forecast with all the activities we have. Uh, well, cheer practice is inside today, so that's not a that's not an issue there. But uh, Wednesday is Pride and Spirit Night, which back in my day we called it a pep rally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> go 
kind of aging myself there. But that's supposed to be held outside. Now, I do know in the past when they've had storms break out, they hold it in the gym. So I don't think it'll be canceled. And then on Thursday, she has her game. Oh, Powder Puffs tonight, too, after practice. She's wanting to go to Powder Puffs, so I'm hoping the storms stay away. And then Friday, the big homecoming parade, and then the big game. And she's also being in middle school cheer. She gets to cheer with the high schoolers for the first quarter, so that'll be exciting. Oh, look out. I know, big time. So. Oh. Yeah, we got an action, action-packed week going on, and today was pajama day for Spirit Week, and my girl cracks me up. I'm the, oh, let's, you know, every year, let's get matching pajamas to wear to school. Not that she don't have a thousand pairs, but she's too cool to wear matching pajamas now, but... Matching pajamas like what? Like the like top, top matches? Okay. Like I didn't know cute. if like you were getting a pair and she was getting a pair and I you were walking her to class. I oh, do, for crying also, out loud. Yeah, she, it's not cool to wear matching pajamas. You wear shorts and a t-shirt or sweats and, but <laughs> it cracks me up because she's too cool for that. But you know what she ended up wearing? SpongeBob these, SquarePants something? No, these <laughs> pajamas that we got when we were up north her and her friend animal onesies she's a sloth and her friend's a cow <laughs> but i'm like so it's so it's cool to wear that sloth and cow <laughs> sloth and a cow she's like yeah mom so she wore shorts and a shirt under it in case she gets too hot but yeah they show up to school in animal outfits pajama day yeah that's different uh, than than we did it back in my day that's for sure I'm like you'll get made fun of for matching cute polka dot pajamas or whatever cute little patterns on them but you won't get made fun of for dressing up like a sloth <laughs> you know now that i think about it i don't know if we had if we had pajama day in in, in our school district when i was in was in, in class there yeah, I honestly don't remember. I we like we could bring in like on um, the book movie fair days, days. Uh, or movie days. Yeah, movie yeah. days. Uh, we we could bring in like a pillow and a blanket mm-hmm. and put on put on the floor. So the whole jammy gimmick is, uh, yeah, that, like my kids do that and they mm-hmm. they totally yeah. enjoy it. And then I was like, I don't think I've ever done anything like that. I don't, I don't remember, but yeah, she, today's pajama day. Yesterday was hat day. I had to beg her to wear the hat. <laughs> show your spirit, kid. I, that's, I said, you're a cheerleader, for God's sake. You have to show spirit. <laughs> she, she said, Mom, I'm going to be honest. I wore it for about 30 minutes when I got there and then fifth and sixth hour, but no other kids were wearing hats. I'm like, so? Be the leader. Right. Maybe they were waiting for somebody to wear a hat and be like, okay, well, she's wearing it, so it's okay. Exactly. I'm like, dude, you got it. I really get into Spirit Week for her. Like, I, I got it all planned out. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you're wearing on Red and White Day. This is what you're wearing for School Color War Day. She won't wear any, but <laughs> she'll pick out something else because I'm not here in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> take advantage of the situation. Yeah, she's like, Dad, don't care. I was gonna say, whatever. Craig, don't you know, whatever. Just make sure you got I, clothes I mean, on. I don't give a shit. What shoes did she wear with that outfit? He, he's like, I don't look at her feet. I don't know. I get her to school safely. That's all that matters. <laughs> at, at the end of the day, that is all that matters. <laughs> he's like, I don't care what she looks like. Oh uh, gosh. Well, listen, I'm looking out at the uh, at the Weather Channel app right now, and yeah. um. Ain't looking very promising. I, can I know, that. I know. According to this, like starting around uh, noon and going clear up until the screen won't let me go to the right anymore, uh, we're in like 95% chance of rain, 100, 100, 100, 94. Then you look at the daily forecast and uh, yeah, rain Wednesday, Thursday, but not on Friday. So. Yeah. so the homecoming game, it looks like we're going to be uh, in the parade. We'll be all mm-hmm. clear. Just her game. I don't know if she'll end up getting. I don't like in youth, they would play in the rain unless there was lightning. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming they will do the same thing for middle school because this is our first year cheering for middle school. So I would I imagine. Know. I would imagine. So uh, as far as the topic for today goes, we're going to we're going to tackle a couple of different things here. And I actually got smart about uh, about <laughs> something here. And uh, when when you and I when, when we like bounce bounce ideas off each other at work or whatever breaks or what have you, um, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll remember that. I'll remember that. Then we sit down to record. I'm like, what in the hell were we, were we going to talk? And you about? know, I never remember. Right. So I <laughs> So I started, uh, t- I started like, like putting notes in on my phone and I have a page that's called, well, it's Wendy. And, um, so any, any time we're like, yeah, we're going to tackle this. I pull the phone out. I'm like, I, I, I type that in. I have three things here that, that we are going to talk about here. Um, one has, is the potential to be very funny. Um, the other one is very sweet and sentimental. Uh-huh. Uh, the third one may it may get a little um, we may get a little heated on this. Okay. Uh, but but it, I mean it's topical. It's it's you know so, something that's going on not just in your school district or my school district. This is becoming a very big problem here with specifically with the schools. But we will tackle that later on in in the broadcast here um i want to start off with with the sweet thing first okay let's do it you posted something on facebook this morning and when i had logged in on on one of my breaks it was the first thing that popped up and ordinarily when i see your name on there I'll scroll. I know. I'll I'll look at it, and I mean something's got to to get my attention. Like if if it's a picture, or you know, of you and the family, or whatever, I'll I'll take a gander. Ninety percent of my clothes. Right. Well, right. So I'll take a gander. You know, look at it. Oh, that's cute. Oh, that's a nice picture. This, that, and the other thing. Um, this one, like. If it was anybody else, I probably would have just scrolled right past it because it it was this designated picture. I think you you had actually shared something. Yes, yeah. And I can't remember what you had put in there as far as what you 
what you typed in for your part of the post. But I, I think like, oh. I just put, I love this idea. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Yep. Something yep. Uh, so you, I, it drove and you put a red heart on there and it, uh, it got my attention. I'm like, all right, I'll look. And I looked and it is one of the best ideas that I have seen in quite some time. And yeah, I, awesome. I, I feel like in this day and age, especially with the attention spans and the involvement of kids more specifically like going into your teenage years right um you know parents really are are struggling to find ways to, to keep the family engaged with one another in that whole family dynamic instead of sitting there at the dinner table with their faces buried in their phones and any response to any conversation is uh-huh or uh-uh or just <laughs> head nod um but this is a very cool idea, and um, why don't, since it's your post, and well, ultimately it's your show, why don't you kind of, kind of describe what this activity is? Well, it was for the month of October, um, at the beginning of October, to um, buy a pumpkin, get a pumpkin, whatever. And we had talked about this earlier that maybe a fake pumpkin would be the best to, to get because you could keep it year after year as a keepsake. But starting with October 1st and through the whole month, every day, a member in the family writes something on the pumpkin that they're thankful for. Um, it could be anything, anything you're thankful for your family. You're thankful that you had a good day. You're thankful that it's fall, whatever you are thankful for at that moment. And then you write what you're thankful for on the pumpkin and the way that they had the picture, it started at the top and the writing went all the way around until you reached the bottom mm -hmm. and you could display it at Thanksgiving for decoration or a reminder and something kind of as a keepsake. And I just thought it's so awesome to come together as a family and talk about instead of just your gripes or your worries or whatever, that you incorporate everything that you're thankful for and you can have a reminder of it. I think it's a phenomenal idea. And, you know, like I said, generally posts like this don't attract my attention to the point to where I'm going to do some actual digging into this thing. Now, as you had laid out and as we had talked about is, you know, I would imagine that by and large, you're going to get a contingent of people that are going to go for the real life pumpkins, the ones that you pick from the pumpkin patch. My concern is, is that it's, it's not going to stay right for the lack of better term. Right between October 1st and the end of November. I think it's the 25th this year. Um, and I just, I was like, man, you know, if that thing starts rotten, uh, you're going to have a real serious problem on your <laughs> yes, hands. You know, yes, you're gonna, you would. Hey, can you move the pumpkin from the table so we can sit down and eat? <laughs> and all that stuff comes out. And that's no good for anybody, right? No, no. Uh, and then you had mentioned the whole plastic pumpkin thing or the, uh, you know, the the more decorative, decorative ones yeah and then you can use it like you said during the holidays and you know year I, after year yeah you know write the year on the bottom of it so you think oh this happened in 2021 and 
you know, you kind of get a gaze as to what was happening in your, it's like a time capsule almost, you know. Good way of putting it, yeah. So I dig the idea. I think that's something that um, we are going to incorporate. I'm not going to tell anybody that I live with that I'm just going to walk in the house one day with a plastic pumpkin and this is what we're doing. Yep, yep, me too. I'm going to do the same thing. Well, Craig listens to this, so. Right. (laughs) be aware but so Lexi it, yeah. will be excited she likes doing stuff like that so she's still at that age where she's very much engaged and she like do you guys most, have most of the time yeah I mean there I, we talked about this earlier today where uh there are times where I want to do something that I saw on Pinterest or whatnot and occasionally I'll get the the eye roll oh god here here here's mom again <laughs> <laughs> For the most part, she does. She enjoys doing my little, my little ideas. So I I know that she's crazy busy with all of her activities, plus school and all that. Um, I mean, do you guys do like game night or or anything like that? You know, we really don't because Lexi is not a big game person. She really isn't. Not the video games, not the board games. Uh, she, she just recently started getting a, a little competitive when we do, uh, okay, we're going to play a game and she gives in and, and she wants to do it. She, she's kind of a sore loser. Is that right? <laughs> she really is. Like it kind of takes me back. Like she never really used to be very competitive and, now she, I, she's getting older. She's almost a teenager. I don't know. She, uh, she does not like to lose. <laughs> but I find that funny because I could, I was imagining what game night at the Washburns would look like, and I felt like that what what really happens. I mean, you can kind of cast that blame on Lexi because she's your daughter. But I feel like it's it's Mama Bear that really dictates the the tempo, and that you're the one that would get like if you're playing Monopoly, and and somebody you know you got to pay somebody for their hotel. The, I I thought you would be the one that would take the back of your hand and just wipe the board clean. We're done here. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. No, that's not that's you. No, uh-uh, no. I, I, I will say that when I am winning, I. Uh, you glow, I, don't you? I, oh God, yeah. You're a shit talker. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Who could have seen that coming? <laughs> yeah, I like to uh, sing that song. Uh, we are the champion, but I, I am the champion. <laughs> I do my little dance. Yeah, they they don't find it as amusing. And you wonder why you guys don't do game night very often? Or (laughs) oh, one thing we do do it. We eat dinner together just about every night. Very rarely do we not sit at the table and have dinner. But we do. um, Ever since she did it in school when she was real young, kindergarten, first grade, high low. And we go around the table and say what our high was for the day and what our low was for the day. She she loves doing that to this day. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's it is cool because you get to get inside their their heads. Right. And yeah. listen, the the dynamic of the family dinner important. Is, oh my God! Yeah, and and it's becoming not 
by and large, but there is such a strong f- faction of families that have gotten away from that. Right. Like they, they, you'll, you'll have, you know, dad at the, you know, sitting at his desk or something, sh- shoveling food in. You got the kids in the living room watching TV or playing video games. Mom is the one that's actually in the kitchen because, well, it's her kitchen and she feels like somebody has to <laughs> utilize the room, right? Uh, that was a huge thing for me when I was a kid. Like we sat down at the table and, and, we had dinner together. We talked about our days, you know, this, that, or, or the other. Very, you know, anytime that we weren't at the dinner table, it was the rare movie night where we're, we would be, we would go down to the video store and rent a video cassette. Oh, that was a big thing back in the day, going to the video store. Get the pizza, all this stuff, you know. So that that was the only exception, you know. But um, yeah, the the dynamic of of family meals very very important and then that's something that we try to utilize here um as often as as we can but like you like you guys we've got so much going on right austin's in two fall ball leagues and liberty's doing two different dances and all this other stuff so we're all over hell and half of georgia you know what i mean (laughs) so i feel like you gotta make the time for that you do you're absolutely right about that um, unless, you know, by the time all, all members of the family get, you know, back to the house at the same time, it's like nine o'clock at night, they got school. And if, you know, for you and I, we work midnight, so we're right. walking out the door to go to work or what have you. So yeah, I get it. Very important. And I think we need to put more emphasis on that. Maybe we wouldn't have as many problems as much drama and, and mm-hmm. things of this nature. If, if people actually did that more. Just my opinion, though. Mine, too. I'm with okay. you. Um, I'm going to kind of skip around here because I I don't want the, the negative topic to be what closes the show out. So we're actually going to tackle this next. Okay. Now, I, I'm, I'm not on TikTok. <laughs> I have no, absolutely no interest in being on TikTok. Um, I, I don't even really understand what it is. I don't care enough <laughs> to learn about it. I just know that it's a thing, you know, right. one, one of these social media type apps. Now, with things like this, you get a, a, a group of buttholes that think it's a great idea to start these these challenges and you know dare your friends to do this record it put it on tiktok the next thing you know you're some viral sensation or what have you right now it has done some good because the first you know type of public challenge on any social media platform was that ice bucket challenge thing that people Mm -hmm. were trying to raise money for mls or right what whatever the organization was that was many that was that was tremendous and it 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 swept our land like you had athletes doing it you had celebrities doing it and normal people like you and me so it was very cool and but it, it has evolved or i guess that's the wrong word it has digressed into these juvenile type of challenges where these kids think it's such a great idea to either hurt an animal or cause malicious you know 
destruction. Yeah. Yeah. That is what's happening here. And it's gotten to a point to where, you know, you and I talked about it. Your school district sent out a thing for it. Mine has two. Fenton has, I'm quite sure Lyndon and Holly has as well, because this is becoming a growing problem. And that's this bathroom challenge. Yeah. That, uh, people are, are destroying the soap dispensers. They're ripping sinks out of the walls. They're destroying the faucets. They're busting up uh, the toilets. They're clogging toilets, putting rolls and rolls of toilet paper down these things to flood the bathroom. What in the hell are we doing here? I I just don't even know, Jason. I just don't even, I can't even comprehend who started this. I can't understand children continuing to do it. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't either. And what's, what's happening is, and for those of you who are listening that may not be aware of what we're talking about, uh, you know, we kind of just set the table as to what is happening, but in response to all of this and <clears throat> hundreds and thousands of dollars of damage done to these schools, you know, what, how do they combat this without putting an individual in each bathroom for the duration of a day, which, you know, economically and a, and a lot of the school districts are struggling to find teachers at this point. Right. To, you know, a lot of them are having are, are forced to close down their doors and do everything online because they don't have enough staff, which is horrible. Uh, but you 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 get these kids in there. They they break all this stuff. They cause all of this mess and destruction and costs thousands of dollars. The administrators have their hands tied. So their course of action is, well, we're going to take the soap dispensers out of the bathrooms or we're not going to have paper towel. We're not going to have toilet paper. Look, if, 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 and I don't mean to go too far in the weeds here, but if I'm a kid and I'm in school <laughs> and I got to take a boom, boom, what, what, what am I supposed to do? What yeah. am I supposed to do here? Wendy? I'm at this point right now, Jason, we, we discussed this. I'm, this topic, I, I mean, I am super sad and frustrated for what's going on in the schools, but I feel as parents and, and the staff, we need to come together with a solution rather than removing soap from bathrooms. This personally happened in our school, and Lexi brought it to my attention last week that soap has not been in the bathrooms for quite some time, probably since this whole thing started. And then this week she informed me that it's still not there. I, I, my first response was, was frustration, intense frustration. Okay. Um, for several different reasons. One, the virus is increasing in numbers. I understand that deaths are not increasing, and, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but the number of cases and, and quarantine still needs to happen when you test positive, and there is a chance, depending on your DNA makeup or whatever, how it affects you, that you could become seriously ill, and the number one way to beat this, 
uh, is, is soap and water, is washing, you know, throughout the day. Right. And so when it was brought to my attention that the soap was not in the bathrooms and, and I, I wasn't quite aware of exactly what the TikTok challenge, like what was being done at our school, the notice was sent out and I didn't recall exactly what was being done. So I wasn't sure if the soap not being filled because the, the dispenser is there, but the soap is not in it. So I wasn't sure where the dispensers being ripped down or was the soap being squirted all over. I didn't know. So I did. I reached out to our principal who I just want to say I love and adore. I think she's fantastic with the kids. Great role model. Very involved. Back her all the time. But this situation, I reached out to her through an email, you know, saying, hey, I want to bring this to your attention. My daughter, you know is informing me of the no soap, no paper towel, the hand dryer doesn't work, you know, uh, can you help me investigate this? I didn't know who to reach out to. Is this because of the TikTok challenge? Is this because we're out of soap? <laughs> you know, we're out of chips or we out of soap. Right. So I wasn't, I wasn't sure. And her response to me was it was due to the TikTok challenge. And that their solution for the time being until they get the vandalism under control was placing hand sanitizer in the classrooms and the cafeteria and throughout the building. Which should have been done to begin with anyway, but please, you know, go well, ahead. Here's my, my frustration and my take on that, Jason, mm -hmm. is, okay, hand sanitizer is meant to be used... Um, when nothing else is available, it is nothing compared to washing your hands with soap and water. It's not as effective. It's not a solution that to me, that is a quick fix. That is okay. Vandalism is happening until we can get together and come up with some sort of solution. We're going to put hand sanitizer out within a couple of days. We're going to problem solve and have this figured out. For over a two-week period, I am not thrilled with this. I'm not. The COVID numbers are rising. Kids are germy to begin with. <laughs> I just got the kid programmed after how many years to wash their hands on a regular basis. And now they're unable to wash their hands. I, I'm, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not happy with this. I I feel like I don't want to attack the school. I don't want to just be a complainer. I want to work with them on a solution that we can get soap back in the bathrooms ASAP. I feel like it is a huge necessity. I, it, you know, I'm like, okay, we're wearing masks, but we're not able to wash our hands. That doesn't make right. any sense to me. It doesn't, I can't, I just can't fathom it. I'm not understanding. And I understand that it's going to take some problem solving and you can't put, like my first response is, okay, let's get uh, a bathroom monitor in there. These kids are not going to cause destruction with the bathroom monitor. And I understand that we may not have the funds for extra people, but we need to figure out something. I, to me, this is an important issue, an extremely important issue to be without soap. 
And with hand sanitizer, if that's not used correctly, it's not effective. You need to apply it throughout your whole hands. You need to let it dry. Now, how many children in the middle school are going to use it correctly? Not to even mention that it doesn't, it's not as effective as soap and water. I'm, I'm, I'm a little worked up over <laughs> No, you have every right to be. It's, it's so frustrating to me. I, I just, I can't even... I can't, I can't comprehend. And I'm not trying to take anything away with what they're having to deal with, with all the destruction to the property, but we, we need to problem solve ASAP. Let me ask you this, as far as, and I realize that this is not across the board and in every school district, but do you guys have cameras in the hallways? You know, I'm not even sure of that, Jason. I don't, I don't know the answer to that. I don't. I feel like that if, because by and large, if this kind of vandalism is happening, and I'm sure that this has been thought out, but in the event that it hasn't, we'll just play the devil's advocate here. Um, I feel like when that kind of, of vandalism is going on, it's not happening during break time or in between classes. Like somebody's going in there when there's no chance of anybody else being in there. So if you have cameras in the hallways that point towards the entrances of these bathrooms, you're kind of narrowing it down to who it could possibly be. Right. And there could be after every class period, somebody assigned to check that bathroom. So right. you have a time frame, you know, walking in is not going to take that much time to do a visual inspection. And then you're pinpointing, you're, you know, you're onto something there. Like, that's a great problem solving. <laughs> let's figure, yeah, like, let's make this happen. And what do you need from me as a parent? Right. I'm willing to jump in. I'm not one of those. I pay my taxes. That's it. You know, I, I'm, I'm a hands-on parent. I'm a hands-on school. You know, tell me what you need from me or let's have a meeting. Right. <laughs> and figure this out, you know, I, I just, <sighs> it's incredibly, makes, it, it makes me sad. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's a sad state. You yeah. know, it, it goes back to why are we doing this as, as kids? Why are we doing this? Like when you and I were kids, I mean, we, the worst thing that most of us did as, as kids is we TP, you know, people's houses on, on on the night before Halloween, right, right, you know, I or you, if, if you got real, <laughs> real risque with it, you soaped their windows, you know. But at the same time, and like you said, COVID numbers are still very much a thing. These kids are wearing masks in the building to try to combat this virus. Right, you're taking away one of the you know, key defense mechanisms that has been pounded into our brain from day one, that this is a way to combat the coronavirus. You have to constantly wash your, wash hands. your hands. Yes. Antibacterial soaps and this and that and the other thing. So I don't know if the little buttholes that are doing this have it in their their little brains that if they do enough damage, they'll shut the school down. No, they're not going to shut the school down. Mm -hmm. They're just going to make it to where you have no way to properly clean the, you know, to clean your hands or anything else. If you have to take a boom, boom or not. And it's just, it just, it boggles my mind that this is what it is. Now that's part one. Part two is 
let's say we are dealing with a school district that does have cameras and you do pinpoint who's doing this and you do um, find out who is doing this or at least one because you get a hold of one, chances are he's going to squeal like a little pig and let, you know, and throw all of his little buddies or hers under the proverbial bus. Right. Are the parents now held responsible? Do they should I is there is there a way to make them financially responsible that they now have to pay money to replace or to fix the damage? In my eyes, yes. I, I totally not? agree. If you you're responsible for your child's actions, you are until they are of age. So yes, I say the parents have to pay for the damage and the children are under suspension or whatever disciplinary action. You know, that the school chooses at that time. And if it happens again, I, you know, I up until expulsion. And right. I hate to say that for a middle school child, but hey, we, you know, this is not acceptable. This is not okay to think that you can, you know, destroy other people's property and consequences have to be dealt with, you know? Absolutely. Because I, I'm 100%. Kids in- Kids in the middle age, you know, classrooms, they're old enough to know what's right and wrong. They're exactly. old enough, you know, exactly. they know what they're doing. I I couldn't agree with you more. If Lexi did something that was in this manner, some sort of destruction or some sort of whatever, I would definitely feel obligated to pay for what she did. And I guarantee you she'd be paying for it at home. Oh, yeah, it's coming right out of her ass is what's happening. I guarantee you there would be consequences in the Washburn household. Yeah, (laughs) true story. I mean, I feel the exact same way. And it would the the severity of not just the, the disciplinary action from the school itself, but the disciplinary action at home is, you know, the severity of that is going to depend on how many, um, digits are in the total amount of damage you know what i'm saying if 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 we're talking like five figures um that kid is not going to see the light of day for quite some time she's definitely going to learn a lesson oh yeah i can guarantee you that going to learn today but i i just uh god bless america i just can't believe that we're sitting here and we're talking about this stuff you know sense yeah like I could get real fired up about it if if I sat here and thought about it hard enough, <laughs> but that does nobody any good. But at at the same time, my goodness, if if anybody that's listening to this, and I realize that we don't attract a talk young to your devil, children, talk, well, talk to your yeah. children, yeah, please yeah. talk to your children. Stay monitored to their social and media I, and activity. And I don't want them to think that, you know, just the children doing it, that they're bad kids. You know, I, I think it's easy for a child, preteen, early teen, whatever, to get what's the sucked word into it. For? Yeah. And I, it doesn't, they, they're making bad choices. And, and I feel that there need to be consequences, but I feel like a lot of this could be prevented with strong communication with your children to begin with, monitoring what they're watching, monitoring what they're doing. Like I am through Lexi's phone every single day. 
every single day I'm checking through everything that she has done, uh, what messages are being sent, who's contacting her, who she's contacted. And I will sit down and she has no qualms about it. You know, like she did. I'm like, where's your phone? Grab it, go through it. And she giggles and laughs. And I'm like, what is this message? What's that? You know, cause she has little nicknames for all her groups. Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like she has me and her phone as lady in charge. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's like, Bob, that's you. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's phenomenal. Um, yeah. Lady so in I, charge. <laughs> I think one, at one time it was birth giver. She's, she comes up with some crazy titles. But just more, more uh, parent interaction. I, I feel like this could be prevented. I agree. I totally agree. Um, is there any anything else? Okay. Um, any anything else you want to add to this this topic? I I think I've said my piece. Let's get soap back in the schools. Yeah. <laughs> let's problem solve and let's talk to our children. Bottom keep, line, keep the schools clean. All right. Yeah, let, yeah. Why don't we do this? Let's run a quick timeout, and uh, when we come back, we will. Talk about a much happier topic. So don't go away. More of Wendy's World is right after this. All right. Hey, everybody. If you are looking to, to clean up the yard and get it ready for the fall time, I have your solution. I want to tell you about my friends over at A&B Scrap Recycling and Lawn Care. If you have extra metal laying around, any kind of metal that you no longer have any use for, give my friends a call over at A&B Scrap Recycling. They will come to your residence or wherever you're at to pick up all of your unwanted metal. They also do full service lawn care as well. So check them out over on Facebook. Just look for A&B Scrap Recycling or give them a call at 810-219-8985. That's 810-219-8985. A&B Scrap Recycling for all of your metal removal and lawn care needs. One more time, that number is 810-219-8985. And welcome back to Wendy's World here on the Jack O'Creations Podcast Network. Uh, this segment of the show is going to be sponsored by our friends over at A&B Scrap Recycling and Lawn Care. Yay! Uh, yeah, we're very happy to have them on board we with us. We are thrilled. Uh, check them out over on Facebook. Just look for A&B Scrap Recycling. They will take care of all of your unwanted metal that you have laying around your house. And, or if you need some lawn care done, some lawn maintenance. They will take care of that too. So ch there are some restrictions that, that that do apply, like they're not going to come out and move a car or anything like that. But um, old washers, you know, it's scrap metal laying around your house. You don't want it. They will come and. How about and take a basketball hoop? If it's metal, they'll take it. I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, ch check them out over on Facebook. A and B Scrap Recycling. Now um, we're we're. We're going to tackle a, a, a lighter topic here, uh, but before we do, when we were c coming back from break, you had said something about about the Keurig thing. Yes. 
trying to get your next cup of coffee ready while you you tended to another matter. And, uh, you know, generally, when we're on a commercial break, we have that amount of time to take care of, of whatever we have to. The, the, the Keurig will spit the coffee out. But lo and behold, the reservoir was empty. Correct. No water. None. So let me ask you a question. We okay. have a Keurig here. Okay. We have two. Do you really? <laughs> Aren't we fancy? His and hers or what's what's going on? Yeah. No. Okay. Um, actually, it's kind of funny a little bit. Uh, our our old Keurig, it started um, making a very <laughs> strange noise, and it took a very long time. So, uh, as a surprise to Craig, I got a new because he was always complaining about it, spitting and sputtering. Rah, 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 rah. Okay, so I went and got a new Keurig, but it's it's one of those that has the coffee pot on one side and the Keurig on the other side. Mm, yeah. And it's it's kind of sweet looking. Well, we've had it. Ones. Yeah, it is fancy. <laughs> and we got it about a year ago. And now that one's acting up. So you would think that I would have just thrown the other one out or what. <laughs> but no, I'm one of those put it in the garage. <laughs> so now I went out in the garage, brought that one back in. <laughs> And this one's working fantastic now. It just needed a little rest. I think, but, I think she was tired. <laughs> she was all right. <laughs> well, two things. One, have you tried cleaning it? Mm-hmm. You know, they, okay. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That okay. was one of the first things we did. So here's my next question. Yes. And I realize the Keurig is very convenient. Like for the longest time, I swore I would never in a million years buy one of these things. Right. If you want coffee, get a coffee pot, buy a thing of grounds, dump some water in it, hit the brew button, and yeah. you're off and rolling. Right. Yeah, it takes it takes some time. I get it. Yeah. But for but for convenience matters, you know, I un, I understand the Keurig. I bought one for my wife because she doesn't so, like my coffee. I make my coffee a little bit stronger wrong. than yeah. And she cares for, but she likes the flavor copies, all the fancy brulees and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. So I, I went, I don't remember if it was for anniversary or what, whatever the case, maybe it was her birthday. I don't know. Um, oh, that's, that's anyway. Um, <laughs> well, I just looked at the calendar like, damn, that's this weekend. Oh uh, boy. So, um. I, I bought her one. I understand. I I use it when I just want one cup of coffee so I don't have to make a whole pot or, or what have you. Mm-hmm. Now, I make sure, Wendy, that when I leave the house to, to go to work, I make sure that that reservoir is full all the time, all the time, because I know how frustrating it can be to want a cup of coffee like right that second and you, yep. have, you have to wait, right? More often than not, when it comes to when it comes time for me to use it, <laughs> it's empty. It's empty, <laughs> and I'm a little po'd about it. I just feel like maybe, you know, if I make sure that it's filled for you, that... you would you would kind of reciprocate. <laughs> that by and large, very rarely. I mean, it. it There'll be just enough in there to where I don't have the amount of water in there that I need for the the size cup that I want. 
So regardless, because because her argument will be, well, it's not totally empty. Yeah, see, I'm I'm 100% guilty. The only time I fill it up is when it says add water and it won't brew my cup. Like, I never check it. I never look at it. So I am the guilty culprit in this household. I'm sure Craig fills it up much more than I do. And he's that probably was... saying the exact same thing you do. Why can't this woman... Just fill it up. Yeah, when it tells me to, I do. No, it can, listen. Do you have do you have the see through thing where you can tell yeah. where the water level is? Yeah, Why yeah. won't you fill it if you I, see I, it's below the half? I don't even look at it, Jason. I don't even pay any attention. That's I only when I my little at. light comes on that says add water. I'm like, oh, guess so. Or if I go to hit it like I did just right now, and I come back and I'm like, hmm, it's not working. Oh, water. Do you wait to change the oil in your car when it says low oil or change oil or service engine soon? Or do you just wait until the damn engine blows up? Listen, I have, a good, hus- I have a good husband for that. He takes care of all the car maintenance. <laughs> I Maybe don't as a return, you, as a return and a favor to him, you could <laughs> fill the damn reservoir so the man can enjoy a cup of coffee after he gets done doing car maintenance. I'm when sure- when Craig listens to this, he'll he'll very much appreciate your words of wisdom. I feel like he and I need to go out bowling or something. <laughs> it's like preach it, brother. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fun! All right, listen. I have in my on my notes here, as far as this week goes, and this is. As a promoter, Wendy, I always save the main event for last, yeah. right? Because yeah. if, if if you give people the main event first, they're more likely to leave before the end of, of the proverbial show. So we save the main events for last. The one the, the the attraction, as it were. This was the basis on why I wanted to start a podcast with you because it's three words, but man, are they powerful. Most embarrassing moments oh, now, boy. you sit back yes <laughs> i as i set this up you just kind of lounge back in your chair like yeah. here we go yeah i have so many of them <laughs> okay you told me to write this down yeah. because I, I i feel like there is a specific one that you want to talk about or two well, no, I'm going I'm to talk about one today, and it's because I found something while I was cleaning that reminded me that I don't know how funny the listeners are going to think it is. <laughs> we we laugh about it in my house frequently when, when it's brought up. Okay. You have my attention. Okay. It's all right. Um, <laughs> so I guess I'll start off with... Um, um, uh, myself, uh, as a woman, hair is very important to a woman. I know most guys just don't understand bad hair days or the type of hair you have or whatever it may be for a woman that is very important to us. I'm sure. Yeah. And I have my entire life have always had very thin, very fine hair. 
I've never been one of the girls that could grow long hair and just throw it in a ponytail or a bun. Never. I like it. It's about to my shoulders and it just doesn't want to grow anymore. And it's so thin and fine that when you put it in a ponytail, when it does get that length, <laughs> it looks like baby hair, you know, like it's just a really thin, teeny tiny ponytail. It does not look nice at all. So I have always wanted long, thick hair. I just always, always, always. So <laughs> I know I can't even get it out. So I'm on the edge of my seat over here. I'm like, where are you going with this? Well, okay. I a lot of a lot of moods go through me. <laughs> So one day, me, Lexi, a friend of mine, and her daughter, we I think we were coming back from a Girl Scout outing or something, and we decided to stop at, I want to say it was 12 Oaks. I'm not positive of the mall, but we stopped at a mall, and our plan was to go to the American Girl doll store for the yeah. girls and just kind of shop around and end our day just having fun. And we were walking through the mall, having a great time. And you know those, what are they called, kiosks the, mm -hmm. in, the, in the center? Yeah. And the, the flat iron dude that always wants to flat iron your hair and make it soft. Okay, I should back up just a little bit. Like, I am terrible at telling people no. <laughs> like, any salesperson that calls me comes to my door. I I'm buying. Prime target, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Like there was a time that I wouldn't even answer my phone because I could not. I how many magazine subscriptions? Kirby vacuums. I don't know. Whatever. How many times I've, you switch phone providers? Yeah, I yeah, get it. Like yeah. I am. Craig's like, don't answer the phone. So this guy stops me and with the flat irons and he's also selling hair and like real hair or like, like a wig like hair extensions oh um God. yeah so i you know <laughs> i don't know if this guy was just a really good salesman or where i was headspace wise i just on cloud nine i don't know he puts this it's like a crown, like a, <laughs> like a, a clear band in the hair. And then he, he takes like a pick and brings my hair over top of it. And I mean, it was like hair, like probably down to my lower back. And next thing I know, I'm purchasing this hair. <laughs> That is like ungodly amount. Like it was probably more than one paycheck. For Are you serious? I'm not kidding you. I'm not. And I am like, <laughs> I have hair. Oh my God. Look at it. Oh my God. I feel so pretty. And I was, I purchased this hair and I'm strutting around like a peacock, you know, like a little more swag a little more a little more confidence oh god yeah i was you know the toast of town, hop up. i'm 
flipping my hair and I'm strutting and my hips are just a swaying. I'm feeling, I'm like, oh my God, I have such pretty long hair. I look so good. And we get in the car and we're driving home and I'm just feeling like I am, you know, like a freaking supermodel or something. So we get home. I go walking in the door and I can't wait to show Craig, like, look at how amazing your wife is. Look how pretty I am. And I walk through the door and my husband just starts burst out laughing. And he is like, dude, what do you have on your head? And I'm like, see, like, he thought it was a joke. He thought like I was pulling a prank on him. And I am like, seriously? And he looks at me and he's like, babe, you look like Joe Dirt. I'm like, <laughs> I, I was traumatized. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, what the heck? He's like, seriously, you look like Joe Dirt. I was so mad at him. I'm like, how dare you? Blah, blah, blah. I don't even think I told him. I'm like, Lexi, of course. So she's like, Mommy paid. I'm like, zip it, zip it. I don't tell him what I paid for this. So, yeah. So, <laughs> okay. A couple of days late, I go in, I take it off, whatever. So I go in, I don't even know, I, a week later, two weeks later, and I'm like, I'm going to put this. But, well, clearly I had come off my high. And I look in the mirror and I am like, oh my God, I cannot believe that I wore this through the whole mall, strutting my stuff. Oh my God. It was like a bad toupee. Like it looks a reverse toupee. Oh my God. It looks horrible. And so the friend that I was with months later, I'm like, dude, I'm like, why did you let me buy that? Like, what kind of friend are you? She's she with the saddest little eyes. She looked at me and she's just like, oh, my God, Wendy, if you you were just so happy, you were so, I couldn't take that away from you. She's like. You know, I don't know what you saw that day. <laughs> <What> I saw, <laughs> she's like, but I just couldn't take your happiness away. Oh my God. So yeah, that hair piece has been in a box in the bag, <laughs> in the closet, under the bed, wherever. I don't know. For so long. Lexi's always like, Can I play with your hair piece? <laughs> I'm like, no. It brings back bad memories. No. Craig will crack up. Do you remember your Joe Dirt day? <laughs> like, so that was one of my most <laughs> looking at me. You want me you want to go put it on for you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Goodness. Oh Thank you for that. that was a tremendous story. That was a good, good chuckle. I haven't chuckled like that in a while. <laughs> but I got to tell you, as as you're laying out the scene at the mall and, you know, you're explaining everything and you're so happy. And, and, and 
it's with such conviction because I'm sitting over here and I'm happy for you. I know. And I'm like, oh, look at her go. She's just so happy telling the story. And then you're walking around the mall and you're probably a peacock. And I'm thinking there's a scene from a movie that instantly came to mind and I could totally see you walking around the mall. To the Bee Gees. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was probably playing in my head. <laughs> oh, my Yo, goodness. I'm starting it, boy. <laughs> Fan-freaking-tastic. Oh, my gosh. I will never forget that as long as I live. I oh. am never going to watch the movie Joe Dirt without, you know, the same way ever again. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the things we do. That's uh, fabulous. Fabulous, mm. fabulous. Thank you for sharing that story, Wendy. <laughs> That's wonderful. Oh, we all We're, have, right? Oh. Listen, I, I can't think of a better way to, to, to end this week. We went with a good hearty chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> Call me JD. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. Well, listen, that's why I wanted you to do the show for stuff like this. This was, this was, this is a perfect way. Perfect example as to why I wanted you to do that. So I'm sure I'm not the only one that chuckled off that. So. <laughs> if they get a good visual in their head. They'll be laughing. <laughs> so here's, here's my, uh, my homework for the week for our for our listeners go take take about an hour and a half out of your day this weekend <laughs> sit down and watch Joe Dirt well well yeah you won't be <laughs> starring David Spade and uh, Brittany Daniel and uh, Christopher Walken love that movie it's a good movie good movie so. Awesome, Wendy. Well, is there anything else you'd like to throw throw out there this week? I I think I've embarrassed myself enough. Yep, I think I'm good. Hope okay. everybody has a great week. Good weekend whenever they listen to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Yes, absolutely. We certainly appreciate Thanks all. Thanks for our sponsor. Oh. Yeah, A and B Scrap Recycling. Man, I'm pre- I'm pretty excited to to have them on board. Absolutely. Uh, you know, any kind of support is is great support. So we try to, you know, it's a give and take thing here. They support us. We support them. We try to get the word out, kind of maneuver a little business towards their way. And everybody comes away a little bit happier, right? Because at the end of the day, that's what we want. That's right. So with that being said, we appreciate all of your feedback. You, you can send us a direct message to our Facebook page. Just look for Wendy's World. And for everything under our network umbrella, you can go to klaustotheheart.net, the official website of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network. For Wendy McBride-Washburn, I'm Jason Klaus. Be awesome to yourselves and to each other, and we will see you next weekend with a brand new episode of Joe Dirt. (laughs) (laughs) Peace. Well, everybody, the news is out, and the anticipation is... 
now on board here because we are getting ready to go back on stage. I'm Jason Klaus, and I invite you to join me for a night of Klaus to the Heart Live. It goes down on Friday night, November the 12th, beginning at 7 p.m. from the historic Picks Theater in downtown Lapeer, Michigan. Join me as we talk about the certain things that we can do to keep ourselves motivated when things aren't necessarily going our way. And I will be joined by a very good friend of mine, Todd Gilbert, who will be providing a opening musical act. So join us on November the 12th, beginning at 7 p.m. The tickets will be available at the door for $10 a piece. And this is a PG-14 rated show. Join us as I come home to Lapeer for my first entertainment endeavor in the city of Lapeer in over 20 years. I hope you will join us. It's Klaus to the Heart Live from Lapeer, Michigan on November the 12th.